Inside the King. You have some of the greatest questions and the greatest low blows I've ever heard. Inside the King. Let's go. We're on the number one show inside the cave. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com and the cave podcast.com. Go to those websites and sign up. Check us out. Thank you, everybody, for listening to us, wherever you've been listening to us, and however you've been listening. Take some time out, please, and go to iTunes on whatever your format you have. Give us a review, five stars, and give us some feedback. We really appreciate that. If you do that, we got a big show today. A lot of other things happening uh, in the next couple weeks. All right, I am CB at I'm the real CB. The whole crew is here, and next to me always is Joe Dirt. Going on out there? I appreciate all the listeners and all the support for my family and everything. A lot. Back. Cave is back. Also with us today, he's a southern baby from Alabama, big dog. What's up with him, man? What's on that uh, country rap tune, brother? Hey, man, I'm going to get into some of that new shit this time, bro. Uh, big Boy, Kill Jill, featuring Kill right. Mike and Jeezy. Hey, uh, Joe, what's on the dirt sheets, brother? You got one for this week? Yeah, I got a short uh, story for us today. All right, cool, cool, cool. Say it, you done? Yeah, I'm in here. What up? You ready to talk some shit? No, nah, as always, man. I stay ready to talk some shit. Cousin Lamar. Yo, what up? What up? What's going on? All feedback goes to him. Please send us your feedback. Cats Corners and everything else goes to Cousin Lamar. The Cleese Report. Rolling is here. What's up, brother? What's going on? And also, who'd wrap up the show, Vellyville. Hey, you got a big show today, Cat's Corner. Uh, got a kid who needs help on spending habits. The Cleese Report, Dirt Sheets, and uh, more. So let's get into it. Also, don't forget our new segment that we did last episode. We were on Around the Cave. Should be interesting with the whole crew here today. All right, let's get started. Kill yourself and start over. The first segment. The A Block. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. Big Dog. Hey man, I gotta give it to um LeVar Ball again. He did just what he did just what we thought he was gonna do. Talk his way out of well, talk his son his son's way out of um every endorsement deal possible. Yeah, I peeped that. <laughs> This dude, this dude need to sit back, man, and stop trying to live through his boys, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Take a back seat, sit his ass down, and reset and start over. Yeah, yeah I'm glad you brought that up. You know, uh, if you want to get a billion dollars from Nike, 
I think you'll have a better chance of getting something if you didn't criticize Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I mean, I'm not a genius, but I think you'll have a better chance if you didn't go at Michael Jordan and LeBron. I don't know. But what do He's I know? Father. He's a great father. <laughs> hey, big, big dog, I can't I can't knock, knock LeVar Ball, man. He put his foot in his mouth. But for him to try to make his own brand, I got to appreciate that. Um, just because you don't take what the big companies give you, shouldn't get you talked about he should be able to make his own brand Shaq did it um i think that shit garbage hey look man your, your boy came up begging and then try to dictate what he get you feel like he was you think he was begging he basically begging and he don't have no money yeah that, i mean but what he was saying was is if you come to a seat at the table bring a billion dollars for one of these beats but see he came he came to that conclusion he came to the table it seemed like he was uneducated about what he was trying to do because if he knew anything about what he was talking he'd know the basketball sales as far as shoes and shit is down big time ain't nobody getting a billion dollars that's true too i mean he like a, he he definitely lebron, LeBron struggling he's best player in the league struggling to sell shoes curry shit that fell off a cliff KD shit is struggling to sell shoes, but he don't. He thinks somebody will give him a billion dollars for his son. He ain't played. He ain't got drafted yet. Exactly. Right. Right. Good point. LeBron got a billion. Years. How long does it take him to get that? Yeah, long That's time. A good point. A long time. All right. Who you got, uh, Roland? Uh, whew. so many, so many options. I guess since we sticking with the sports. <clears throat> I would say I'm going to give it to the Cleveland Browns. Now, I know everybody's oh, Yeah, I know everybody's saying that they did good, <clears throat> but uh I was listening to a couple um guy, a couple analysts and it looks like they wanted the quarterback, but they tried to get a twofer cuz they had so many picks, so many picks in the first round. So it looks like um they got egg on their face right now. They let they let they let Chicago sneak in there. And just like the AFC North, uh, the basement, terrible Cleveland Browns, they're, they're going to ruin another draft and be in, uh, what, last place and get that quarter uh, that coach fired again. Terrible, terrible. Kill yourself and start over the Browns. They do as bad as the Bears? Uh, the Bears are pretty bad, too. But I'm a Steeler fan, so I wanted to rip on the Cleveland Browns. Cool, cool, cool. All right, Joe, you ready? No. My kids have to start over the fucking Chicago Bears. They <laughs> <laughs> to blow that whole damn management team up. Hell, you gonna trade all your draft picks away for somebody that only played 13 damn games? Everybody need to be slapped in there. Uh, I guess we'll talk more about that uh, with Big Herd on the Sports Update. Cousin Lamar, who you got, brother? Yo, what's up, man? I. <clears throat> I ain't even gonna touch on it because this shit it just it just keep happening. But gotta do it. Can't can't ignore it. So um, I'm sure y'all heard about the shooting in Texas. A uh, police officer killed a 15 year old. Uh, yeah. 15 year old name was Jordan Edwards. Uh, the police officer that shot him was Roy Oliver. He did get fired, but still. Um, if it went for videos and cameras and stuff recording what happened, first he said that the the vehicle was uh, being very aggressive and uh, approaching him, and that's why he shot, you know, into the vehicle. 
But once video surfaced, he changed the story and come to find out the video was going away or the car was going away from him. And he fired into the car as it was backing up away from the house. <clears throat> so again, if it was a video, this could have easily have gotten, you know, swept under the rug and been a done deal. So yeah. start over goes uh, to Roy Oliver. Great. That's a great point. Well, I'm glad you brought that up. Who you got? My reset and start over goes out to the engineer of uh, C to the B Productions. <laughs> the executive producer of the Decay Podcast. Yeah, direct executive producer, regular producer, first hand <laughs> mic, second hand mic, video man, cameraman, audio man. Hey, that nigga his own assistant director. Yeah. <laughs> I need an assistant. Fuck it, I'm gonna hire myself. Yeah, Cecil. Reset and start over. Yeah, fuck it up over there. He got the dookie face on, get mad at everybody else. <laughs> See, they got that little goofy ass look on his face, like who fucked him up when it's him. Hell no. He said he got the dookie face. <laughs> exactly what he got over there. Got that, that uh, DJ Clue megaphone. Hey, somebody turn their Bluetooth off. Looking at that, nigga. Won't you turn all your tooths off, motherfucker? <laughs> Go ahead, let me your reset. Start on, okay. Oh, um, man, you know what? Not to be uh depressing and shit, man, but I'm gonna have to go with the family, man. Uh, they killed the uh, I think five year old girl that they found in the couch. Hey, yeah, that's fucked <laughs> Like a day after DCFS left the house to see if you know if the house was suitable for her, uh, and and for anybody else out there harboring and killing innocent kids, man, you the one who opened your legs and and, and you know got skeeted in. Don't blame the shorty because you a fucked up parent. Yeah, yeah. my mom told me about that, man. That's fucked up. Uh, and a piggyback on the engineer slash DJ slash producer slash. Oh, sorry, CB. Nah, keep going, keep going. Yeah, man. My uh, recent starter will go out to this guy uh, in La Jolla, California, down about San Diego. Uh, an apartment complex, a group of people were having a get-together, a celebration for somebody's birthday, and dude just showed up and started shooting in the pool. He hit, I'm going to say he hit eight, killed one, and a handful of other people was in critical condition, mainly black and Latinos. When the pool, white dude pulled up to start airing out the pool, man. Reset and start him. The police got dude that did the shoot. They shot They shot him on the spot. He pointed oh, a pistol at, uh, at the law and they, they knocked him down. Damn, that sounds like some old hate crime ass shit. That's fucked up, ain't it? Losing their mind out here, man. You hear that, CB? <laughs> hey, Valley. Yeah. You got you got that camera on top of cat head. <laughs> <laughs> All I can see is your face <laughs> on Cat Mobile. Now, said, come on, now, said, hold on, how she be talking? Now, said, if I was down on Drew. He would not be on the phone. 
Whatever. She know, hey, she know she can square up and talk right when she want to, boy. Goddamn. <clears throat> Two seconds later, she found a motherfucking square, not a cigarette. <laughs> so what's next up? Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar on Inside the Cave. Emails and complaints. Let's do it, Cousin Lamar. All right, cool. <clears throat> so first up, we got uh, Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa writes in, she says, we don't know too much about the sports, but love to hear how you guys debate the subjects. Just one question. Does Roland and her even like each other? Do they get along? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to answer that. They do like each other, but Roland is a little goddamn troll and he know he is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for writing in. I shut the fuck up. Next question. <laughs> Damn. All right. Next up, we got Cheryl. Uh, Cheryl writes in and says, "CB, that doesn't make sense. Why wouldn't two public figures like Ti and his wife, and Lala, Anthony, and Carmelo not have a public relationship?" I'll address that also in the CB voice. Well, <laughs> well, first of all, okay. <laughs> A guy like T.I., he's the man of the relationship, okay? And everybody knows the man runs everything. So, what was the question again? <laughs> Why wouldn't they have a public relationship? Yeah. We, we, you know, when, when, a, when, a, when a man meets a woman, <laughs> it's just natural progression for the man to call out the shots. They want to have a public relationship. You don't go posting all your stuff on Instagram. <laughs> you don't go doing all this. What do these young kids do? I listen to that shit they listen to, so I don't really know. But me, what was the question again? <laughs> he back, say he back. I like. Oh, somebody else take over me. Y'all just go ahead. Y'all go. No, ahead. no, no. I can, I can, I can answer that. Listen, <clears throat> I, I think, I think the writer in her is is incorrect. You can have a very, very private relationship. Um, take for example. Janet Jackson had two marriages that nobody knew about, totally secret. Uh, also, Denzel Washington, you don't know, you couldn't pick his wife out of a lineup. He, he don't parade his life around as uh, a public figure. So I, I disagree. These reality TV people, they get on reality TV to stay relevant. And it's ruining relationships. And what makes it worse is, is that regular citizens try to mimic that mess and uh, they, they air their dirty laundry on IG and on Facebook. And that's why their, their relationships is a mess. That's a good point, though. But you also got to take into consideration what you said, though, about Denzel and Janet. They from a different era. They cut from a little different cloth. They're a little older than most people out here now who's doing that's all true. these relationships. and got their shit in the public eye. So, I mean... That's true. Times have changed and people evolve and the way we do business has evolved. And, you know, if, if it ain't if it ain't on social media, it ain't the truth. So but. Yeah, but keep this but keep this in mind though. I think some things transcend time. So it's not necessarily a uh you know, coming from a different era. What was we taught as kids, keep people out your relationship, your relationship lasts longer. Yeah, you're right. I ain't, I ain't arguing with you. I ain't arguing with you one bit on that. All right, what are we talking about? Knew this wasn't that. You already talked already, didn't you? Next, next question, cuz. You already said what you had to say. Yeah. Right. Damn. 
right, next up, we got uh, Bianca. Bianca writes in and says, I agree with Dr. Omar Johnson. President Obama policies did let us down. What policies let us down? Why she ain't getting no examples? Because they don't have any. Just like she don't know what the fuck she talking about. Just like Umar Johnson didn't have any. <laughs> just talking. You said he ain't up to, he ain't go two dollars up on the link card. Hey, what's her name, cuz? Bianca. Bianca, right back in and tell us what, what policies he let us down with. Until then, shut your ass up. Well, let me let me let me help her out and let's say this. Can you all name? Now, a- now you saving again, huh? You back saving? Yeah, I got, I got my cape on. <laughs> name, name a policy that helped us. Answer that. That's Crickets. Crickets. Now you know I can answer, but you know I've I've, I've done my talking on this. No, name one. That's what Doctor Umar was saying. He he didn't have none, but he also said y'all name one. Or anybody, for that matter. Name a policy. Name a policy. I'm not championing any of his policies or, or knocking any of them down. So I ain't really got. I'm, I already have to say the way on the subject. But if you got something, if you gonna say something negative about it, then back it up with something. I'll answer that another time, brother. I got you. Uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's keep the show moving. What else we got? Mm-hmm. All right. So next up, we got Nina. Nina right saying she says, "Where do I start?" Well, let's start with the good. Around the Cave is a nice addition, and Kat was so spot on with her views on mental health. This is why we love Kat on the show with you guys. But Kat's Corner is where y'all lost me. The story was about her man disrespecting her to her son. How did you guys throw you off into, into all the other lanes? He's a disrespectful man. CB on public relationships was confusing, and I don't know what Joe was talking about in the dirt sheets. CB on everything confusing. I think I, I think what I said was spot on about. Uh, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. I forgot. I'm usually right, though. That's all I know. What else yeah, we got? I'm sure the dirt sheets made some damn sense. You probably know what the hell I was talking about. Whatever. Uh, that was, that cool. was the one with that old girl, Rob. Uh, the Rob, cab, driver. cab driver, right? What the hell ain't make sense? He paid $32 for a blowjob. That's pretty cheap for a blowjob. Well, how you know? I don't know that from personal experience. Yes, you do. You you won't admit it from personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> a friend told me. He told me to go and rape. Oh man! All right, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Next up, we got Lance. Lance writes in asking: Is Charles Heard a bookie or a voodoo guy that put a fix on the Bulls? How could he possibly make that prediction on Bulls after watching the first two games? That cave crush almost made me crash. Yeah, she was hot. and off your nuts. The only reason the Bulls lost is because Rajon Rondo went down. Yeah, that's a, that's an easy cop out, but I mean, the Bulls really won shit the whole season. Well, Rondo had them going. That's why they won. Yeah, but he called it though. He called it, and he sounded crazy, and he called it. So I gotta give. I gotta give it to him. I gotta give it to him too. But you know, I can't remember who just said it. But Rondo going down changes the whole series. It it, it does. I mean, nobody other than Rondo can handle Thomas, and he just went crazy. All right, what else we got, cuz? All right, we got uh, Michelle. Michelle writes in. She says, "Thank you, Cap, for your powerful words on the new segment." You are so right on mental health. 
as it affects so many families. Yeah, cat got real serious. I'm, I know what we're talking about now. That that episode. Yeah, cat got real serious. Yeah, shout to cat for that. All right, let's go. What else we got? All right, then you gonna let anybody else say something? I'm trying to keep the show moving, man. All right, next we got Troy. Troy Rison says, "See what happens when said and Big Dog not on. CB is out of control, calling Janet Jackson a hoe, telling long ass stories, calling collusion in the NBA again. Man, stop." Only thing CB did right was that cave crush. Damn, and them 34 triple Ds. First of all, Janet Jackson is a hoe. She sold pussy. You sell pussy, you a hoe. Who she sell pussy to? You hear about that? Who she sell pussy to? Her husband. How you gonna sell your husband some pussy? She sold him some pussy, some five year pussy, and then soon she, and then she leaving, and she got four hundred million for it. That's selling pussy. Literally. That ain't selling pussy. That's not selling pussy. What do you call? It? Nope, nope. That's investment. That's it ain't. Pussy. It ain't her fault. He paid for the pussy. Now, if you offer the pussy and he take it and he happen to want to put a little something down on it, no, Roller, you know a little bit about this. It ain't. <laughs> I mean, it ain't. It ain't being a hoe. She if she didn't ask, if she didn't tell him up front, this is how much it's gonna cost. That ain't being no hoe. That but see you you not you not privy to the facts. Because that's exactly what happened. They signed a prenup, and that was at the beginning. So a prenup means before the nuptials, you got to sign this paper. And if she make it five years, she go cha-ching, $500 million. He had already smashed before the prenup. More well, yeah. yeah. You, but you never buy without sample. You'll never purchase no car without a test drive. <laughs> well, he locked it He locked it down big time, and he could, he could afford it. With no, well, then, then that ain't that thing holding. He a simple. What? That's a mark. He's saving. No, no, you know about. He, no, T. I said it ain't pipping if you get tricking if you got it. I'm not talking about him. I said she sold some pussy. She's the hope in this situation. No, she didn't sell the and pussy. And I'm not. And not. It doesn't, it doesn't make her a bad person. It doesn't make her a bad person. I'm just she calling ain't a hope. Calling a spade. Calling a spade a spade. Well, if she's one, then he's a trick. Can't have it. You gotta have it both ways. I don't care. I'm not talking about him. I don't care what you want to call him. I'm just saying Janet Jackson sold some pussy. However you want to call it, break it down. She sold some pussy. Well, that must be the most expensive in the in, in the history of uh Hoenn. Yeah, now, she found a come up. See, as long as she ain't say I didn't this say, is how much it costs. No, no, no. no, no. I didn't say she I didn't say she was a bad businesswoman. I didn't say I just no, said no, no, no. They he, call her a businesswoman, don't call her a hoe. That's what, what, what was Julia Robertson call pretty, her entrepreneur. What was Julia Robertson pretty woman? She did the same thing. She was a hooker. Same thing. He paid for her up front. He came to Jenna Jackson on a hooker. Same thing, said. Well, he, he, he might he might be a simp because I, I mean the way you look at it, you got a brother that got some money. So he figured if he throw a little bit out there, she might hang around a little longer. All I know. I mean, either way it goes, she had access to the money. Thank you. That was his wife. That wasn't like no girlfriend. He knew his baby mama. His ex wife. That's not true. You paid for a five year wife, and she she sold it to you. That's what she did. Nah, you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You know he paid. You don't know she sold. Okay. Well, she did. She sold by default because they signed a prenup. Exactly. That ain't selling by people. He's trying to protect what he think might be his investment. Exactly. Hell, with the kind of money he got, he could have been out of more than that. Yeah. Man, man, it doesn't matter. He still paid for it. That was a business transaction, bro. 
Exactly. It was a business transaction. And, and, and Janet Jackson sold herself. And hey, let me tell you something, brother. In one shape or another, you pay for it regardless. Okay, you, you can say that all you want to. I mean, it's a fact. That's fine, but she still sold it. She still, I don't care why I want to break it down. She still sold her pussy. No, she didn't, dude. And this is how you know this this is how you know it was an agreement because I have not heard from his camp that he's trying to contest the prenup. No. He don't but the way he do business, how you know he wanna be all off in the newspaper like that talking about contesting the prenup for He married Janet Jackson, bro. I, what you mean you don't wanna be in the news? Come on, man. He, he uh married the washed up version of stop it, man. This ain't the night. Same thing. It's a Jackson. Okay, female Latoya Jackson. All right, go ahead, Lamar. What else we got? All right, next up we got Carol. Uh, Carol writes in. She says, "I I actually agree with keep what's going on in your house in your house. I tell my daughter that all the time." Roland was also right in his discipline, although I don't know what it has to do with that particular uh, letter. But spare the rod and, and spoil the child. Okay. And Nubian said it best. Don't step up to get beat down. That's what I was saying. <laughs> About your own kids, huh? I, absolutely. When they get that age, if they step out of line, they become habitual line steppers. They got to go, man. You can't you can't raise a child that be um beating you up. That's that's not cool. But like I said, she was wrong for slapping him in the face. But if he's old enough to get on, get it moving. He could take that disrespect out the door, even if it ain't physical. You got to respect how you living in somebody else's house where they pay mm-hmm. the bills and you being disrespectful. It yeah. doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't play that, at least not in mine. <laughs> <laughs> not in, I don't know how everybody else run theirs, but how I run mine, you're going to respect the head. As simple as that. Yeah, I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. 110% got me in trouble, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's leave that alone. Yeah. What else we got? <laughs> All right. Let's uh, uh, not talk about that. Last up, we got it looks like it came in anonymous. Uh, somebody was giving a shout out to Janelle, Ebony, Crystal, Jonda, Carmen, and Latrice. Uh, last week's cave crush was very pretty. Yes, she was. Thank you for sending all your emails in to Cousin Lamar for emails and complaints. Inside the cave. All right, cool. Let's get into this. this is our new segment, Around the Cave. Uninterrupted, undisputed, and unedited. It's time to go Around the Cave. Around the Cave is a one-minute personal blog by each of the guys or girls on the show. Joe Dirt, what you got, bro? Back to the social media stuff. I was uh, on Facebook and I seen this guy whooping his daughter. <laughs> by hair. Like, whooping. Now, personally, I hope that the police see the shit and take him to jail because I'm tired of seeing this shit. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's going too far. It's just like uh, we was talking about the last show. You know, what happens in your home stays in your home. Yeah. You're going to discipline your child Discipline them in the house you know, Don't go out there and um, Get all in front of you know, their Friends and everybody to see you know I, mean? I mean This shit is really going too far Social media just got people Mind warped You, wanna, you got the dad on there boxing his son Putting it all on uh, Social media got them all bloodied up 
wonder why the police want to come take you to jail because you're stupid. That's why they should take you to jail. I discipline my child is gonna be here. Ain't nobody gonna know about it but the people that's in this house. On social media, beat number two. At a boy, Joe. I agree with you one thousand percent. Big dog, it's your first time. Let's go ahead, brother. Hey man, I really didn't have one, but I'm gonna pick it back on Joe. Uh, disciplining your child and beating your kid to get likes on social media is two totally different things. And you know, uh, people don't use social media for what it's for. I'm gonna just leave it at that. That a boy dog said, "Yo, I uh." After long consideration, careful consideration, I just want to take a minute out to be grateful, uh, be appreciative, friends and family and loved ones. I lost somebody in my life not too long ago. And uh, I appreciate all the love, everybody reaching out, all any other listeners and stuff who wrote in. I just want to say be appreciative, be thankful, show love to the people in your life that you're close to, and don't take them for granted. R.I.P. Uncle Benny. Amen to that. Lamar. I, um, <clears throat> this past weekend, I had the time, had the privilege to uh, watch Dear White People on Netflix, <laughs> and uh, I actually enjoyed the show, and I'm trying to figure out, I mean, I know why, but I'm trying to figure out why white people have such a hard time with this particular movie. I mean, it's, they, uh, a lot of people are in uproar on uh, this particular series. Um, if you haven't checked it out, I, I recommend you checking it out. I'm not getting paid. I ain't got no affiliation with the show. I just think it's a nice show that uh, sheds light on, you know, attending college and dealing with racism and the double standards with, uh, you know, uh, blacks and whites um, and all the stereotypes, you know, that, 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 that come with uh, growing up in society. So uh, that's that, that's. Mm -hmm. Thing just just check it out if you haven't, it's, it's a great show. Add a boy, Lamar. Who you got, Vinny Bill? Uh, actually, uh, nobody or nothing. Okay, just say pass. All right, Roland. All right, um, <clears throat> I've seen a couple of videos on social media. Um, that really speaks for a whole lot of videos. One of them was a young lady who um, had a dispute in a Chinese restaurant. She kicks in the door and starts to assault the people behind the counter. And um, another young lady who her son was getting a haircut, probably at like a school, you know, where they cut hair for a discounted price to teach the students or whatever. And she grew an impatient and uh, pulled a gun. She kind of flashed it didn't point it at the lady or the man, whoever was cutting the hair. Um, but my point is, what my last 30 seconds is, is I'm growing real, real tired of um, our people um, becoming so violent and belligerent uh, and seemingly emotionally unstable. One of the biggest problems I believe in the black community is unaddressed mental illness. Now, I don't know if either one of these people suffer from that, but we need to start addressing these things because there's a such thing as called appropriate responses. And I don't care what was said, I don't care how impatient you get, these responses are inappropriate. And no matter how many times someone gets in the comment section, no matter how old or how young, and complains about 
well, you don't know the situation and the video doesn't show all that happened, so on and so forth, it's apparent that we have grown emotionally, not just us, I mean, all races do it, but I'm addressing us because that's our people. And I'm saying, let's address this problem with our, our emotional stability. I believe this is one of the biggest problems why young people shoot each other is because they have no ability to deal with conflict. We have a problem with discipline, we have a problem with authority, and we have a problem with um, controlling our emotions. Let's get it together, people. Let's talk about it. Let the olders teach the youngers, and let the youngers listen to the olders. Add a boy. My bad. And I had a boy. Well, another good one. And I'll, I'll end it by this. Uh, according to most blog sites, the over overall response to Carmelo Anthony and Lala's situation is, how is she the stripper, the hoe, when she wasn't the one in the relationship or married. He's the one and took the vows. He's the one's married and took the vows. He's the hoe. Now look, I know in today's world where men can dress as women and women can dress as men, the word hoe gets thrown around loosely. We forget the standard definition on a lot of things. Look. You can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. The word hoe has always been and always will be referred to the woman. You don't believe me? Let's be a fly on the wall in Lala and Carmelo's house. What do you think she said to him? Why were you fucking with that hoe? He said, that hoe didn't mean shit to me. The word hoe is always going to be referred to the woman. Women, stop trying to change the definitions of stuff. You all know that the woman is the hoe in this relationship. Hoe has always been referred to women. I'll give you another example. Lay it down, lay it down. You hoes, lay it down. Who are they talking about? Women. Bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Who are they talking about? Women. Hoes is always gonna be women. Now, well, CB, well, what do you want to call the man? I'm glad you asked me that. You call him the dirty, oh, the, a dirty, no good Negro. You can call him a dog. You can call him a big dog. But the woman is always going to be referred to as the hoe. And that is around the case. All right, let's get into this. The big herd sports. I, wish I had a couple minutes of my life back. <laughs> oh man, hey dude, you crazy. Alright, let's get into this. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd on Inside the Cave. Hey Big Herd, what's, what's up? Guys? How y'all doing? Hey bro, you had a big you had a big week, man. Yeah, it's it's, it's business as normal, man. I mean <laughs> you know, it goes on like that. You called it, man. You called it, man. Yeah. So how did you how, how did everybody, you everybody everybody quiet on the phone? Why is everybody quiet? I don't know, man. Last week, I, last week I told that I was wrong. Well, CB, CB don't be wanting everybody to cut nobody off, but I'm I'm just waiting for my turn because I get to, I get to play rolling and CB and call you out on the wrong call like you got called out on a good call. Go ahead, sir. The, the wrong you talked the wrong call of uh of of uh, AP the yeah AP going to. The Patriots oh. and not the Patriots. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. I said he was going to the Patriots, but the the sight of it was. I mean, my intel said that. But I think the bigger thing is is the issue here. Everybody thought I was crazy when I said that uh, Boston was going to win the series. 
when they were down two games, correct? Yeah. I was yeah, I was there. They won the series because Rajon Rondo got hurt. That's it. One, come on now. One person? That's is that what we're going to do right now? Team. He ran on. Is, is that what we're going to do? The point guard played when he got hurt. You can't say the point guard play didn't go down after he got hurt. You know what, Big Herb? It doesn't even matter because it doesn't even matter, Big Herb, because you called it. And regardless of how you called it, whatever, you saw something that the rest of us didn't see. So I got to give you credit for that. So, man, you ain't got to suck dick, though. Oh, my goodness. Well, anyway, what's going on, fellas? How y'all doing? Let's talk about these NBA playoffs, man. First of all, uh, I, now here's my thing. I think that this um, Houston Rockets is going to beat the San Antonio Spurs. And the reason why I believe that has nothing to do with anything basketball related, but I believe in the basketball gods is going to grant Mike D'Antoni uh, redemption for what happened when he coached the Phoenix Suns and played against the San Antonio Spurs. You guys remember that when they uh, were up? And then they, uh, the refs ejected their star players and ended up costing them that series. I, so wait a minute, he gonna get redemption uh, against who, San Antonio, or the guys just gonna bless him and let him go to the finals? I think the guys are gonna bless them to beat uh, San Antonio. That is my opinion. Charles Hurd, what say you, brother? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you what. It won't. Not every game is gonna be like the first game was. I mean, I think we all were shocked to see a Coach Popovich team be down by that much. Um, especially at home, um, but I, I, I can I can tell you this much: I think this series is going to go when it goes seven games. Yeah. Um, and if it does go seven games, if it does go seven games, the last game is going to be at San Antonio. So um, I, I would have to I would have to say I think that the Spurs are going to have a fighting chance of winning this series. I mean, it's just it, I don't I don't see a Popovich team getting tore down like that at home and not be able to come back and, and kind of dig they dig me out but you know um, i believe this next game will be a, a close game and then the rest of them will be pretty close from there on out I, you know popovich you know i don't understand this phil jackson knew how to play against a phoenix suns or dan tony team why are these guys taking the ball out after phoenix i mean after houston scores and then running the ball up the, you got to slow the tempo down walk the ball up you know they're going 100 miles an hour. Go 35. No, you can't see. That's what you're wrong. You ain't watching the game. You ain't observing the game. It's easy to say that when the game is close. When you get in your ass, they jump on top of you by 30 that quick. Yes. You ain't got the luxury of walking the ball up no more. They, it's and, and here's the other. It, it, it goes. You're absolutely right when it goes by that. And here's the other thing, too. Like, those guys are trying to trying to find a rhythm at some point you know um i mean when that when you're down by that much you know you're better than that you're going up and down the court you're trying to just hit a shot just to see what what's gonna you know make your team better or, or for you to catch a rhythm in the in the game um and, and the other thing that you really have to look at man you got to define yourself um the sanitary spurs um when you really look at the, their roles and and, and and the style of play that they have, um, it's going to be, it was going to be tough for them the first game to kind of define themselves in this Houston game. Houston, of course, there, uh, where you have James Harden coming up and down the court and, and everything he could do, uh, if he catches fire and then the rest of those guys catch fire, it's going to be a tough night for almost any team in the league. 
but I don't think that they can uphold that for for six or seven games throughout the series. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be a tough time, and I, I trust and believe uh, Coach Popovich. I mean, he's going to he's going to have these guys ready um, for the next game and, and throughout the rest of the series. He left those guys in the game on purpose. And I knew he was because he wanted them to feel how it felt to be drugged um, throughout that game. I mean, any other coach would have probably took out took out their guys, you know, midway uh, through the third quarter or, or beginning of the third quarter. Um, but no, he wanted them to feel how how bad it felt to be beat up by 30 points. That, that's the first time I've ever seen um, they get, them get beat by that, that much. Yeah. Hey, what's going on with Steve Kerr, man? Uh, Steve Kerr, the, the, the thing is, is it, it went back to his surgeries that he had um, a couple years back. Um, he had a back issue. Um, and it, it's, from what I understand, it's leakage coming out of his spine. His spine. Um, so what they don't want him to do is uh, it's not so much of sitting on the sideline or discomfort in, when it comes to that. Um, it's just the uh, activities of everything when he's at practice or when he's walking around uh, for like the pregame and, and everything like that or he's uh, sitting down, standing up, uh, walking along the sidelines. Um, they don't want to play a role in him um, having to do too much where he could be at home recovering. Most of the time, he's actually in the locker room doing the games, in the training room, um, getting treatment throughout the game, um, letting the team doctors handle what they have to handle with him. I, I think Steve Kerr's going to miss the rest of this season and probably the beginning of the next season. Uh, he's going to have to go back in and get some uh, surgery done on his back again. Oh, man. Can the Warriors beat? Can Warriors win without Steve Kerr? Mike Brown ain't no oh, good. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I think, I think, I mean, the good, good part is that uh, Mike Brown has been in the league and, of course, he's been fired two or three times. But, um, I mean, I, I believe he's able to handle the talent. I mean, he had LeBron James at a point in time um, that he coached. He's able to, uh, to, to handle that talent. The good part about the Golden State Warriors is that they've been in this situation before. You know, they've been through a, a, a playoff. Um, atmosphere, and then they've been into the finals, and they lost one. They won one, um, so they, they know what's coming for them. If it was a brand new team, they'd have been worried about that. But these guys almost know how to discipline themselves. They know how to, you know, what they need to do, stay off social media, um, kind of how to how to put themselves in a, in a room and and make sure that they're prepared for the finals. Uh, um, I think the road to the finals is, you know, going to be pretty good for them. Uh, once they get to the finals, then that's when we need to start worrying about, um, you know, how much the coach comes into effect with, uh, you know, with the Golden State Warriors. Hey, Charles, uh, back to the um, Houston Spurs series. Um, do you think do you think um, the Spurs are done? Not just as far as this season, but long term with the with the loss of Duncan. I think that game kind of catapulted us into a, a set of thinking that says maybe Tim was um, a lot more important to their success. One game? You know what? Yeah, I, I think I, I truly think it. I wouldn't say done. I mean, the, the way the way that the system there is set up is that if they have but the, the big part that hurt the Spurs were was that 
you don't have too many true forwards in the league anymore, or true centers in the league anymore. You had David Robinson, Tim Duncan at a point in time. That was in that system. Now you, you then when when David Robinson left, you had a true forward in Tim Duncan who could play the center position because it's it wasn't a true center really in the league mm-hmm. his last couple of years that he was in. Um, so you may be seeing him once or twice. I think Shaq was there during the time that he was kind of kind of there, but not a lot of teams had him. So to me, when they when they actually um, when they actually went out and picked up some guys and brought them in, they tried to fill that void and fill that role again. And, and nobody's used to playing that 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 true center or true forward role where you need to rebound and block shots and do what you got to do. That's why last night, I mean, everybody looked so lost on the on the court. They couldn't handle the up and down and and. And the freelance ball, they're such a structured team, but they really couldn't do it. That's why they well, got me, 1,000 beat up. So I don't think so. Well, let me jump in there. And it, it could be that that breakdown was wonderful. I like how you broke that position down. Yet it might be a little bit more important is what Tim brought to the table was leadership. Like you said, they look lost. And going into the future i'm not too sure that pop can really bring this thing together unless they get a tra- another transcendent player that has that leadership capability and the way the league is going it doesn't seem like there's a lot of that mature leadership with everybody being friends and this laissez-faire attitude about the game now it just seems like that was like the last dinosaur to leave so to speak with with huge amount of talent can i can i piggyback on a quick question with this I want to know why you feel so why you so down on the Spurs after one game, even though they lost by thirty. Like you just gonna throw out the whole fact that they had like the second best record in the West, if not the first. I don't no, think they had no. the second. It, it was like now you it's oh now you want to talk about Tim Duncan because they lost one game by thirty points because the game got away from them and they and Houston was fucking hitting every shot. No, and now you're going to go Tim Duncan. They need leaders and they got this, that, and the third. Roll with them. It's one fucking game, though. One game. Was was said. I'm not. I'm not the type of guy that kind of goes with the the flow of just watching sports. I actually look a little deeper, and we already know that the regular season records don't mean anything. Well, why are we looking so deep after the one game? Just going more that they won the first round. That they actually are pretty decent team. I don't think this is as good a team as they've always had. I think they're gonna lose to the Rockets. I think they're gonna lose in six. The best thing they could do is put Kawhi on Harden, have him press him at the half court. But the thing about that is that Houston plays so much pick and roll, and they're doing high pick and roll right there half court. Yeah. And now to get him off yeah. of Harden, and they're going to need somebody like Danny Green to step up on the trap or something. They can't let the game get away. That's you see how at the record pace they was hitting shots? They can't do that every game. It's going to be some no, games no, no, no. that we miss a ton of them. Then we're going to start, what we going to break up? Oh, man, they need a King Melanson back. They need leaders. Man, you act, <laughs> they need shots. Come on, you act like Tim Duncan left 10 years ago, bro. He left last year. He was hardly playing. But it, that, but that's what I'm saying. It's the leadership. The leadership don't let you lose by 30, bruh. That's all I'm saying. Everybody done got their ass waxed once or twice. Oh. Let's look, look up look up the stats. I'm sure Tim got his ass waxed by 20 or 30 a couple times, bro. Okay. It's one you, game. Then I Let's get waxed again by 30. Then we can talk. I'm just I'm just trying to make conversation. It just looked intriguing to me, and I was kind of seeing if there looked like there was a little bit of smoke. So I thought maybe there was some fire. So I was asking the expert what he thought. That's the all. The only fire was the net. <laughs> <laughs> <Just, laughs> 
<laughs> I wasn't thing. even trying to troll. I just was I was legitimately asking the expert what he thought. That's the thing, Roland, with Sid's on, he thinks he is the expert. So no, I'm, just, I'm just wondering why we why it's like DEFCON five because they lost by thirty. They lost. No, the good thing about the loss is that it's one loss. Yeah. No, I know you didn't say that, but this 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 the vibe I'm getting like, oh my god, they lost by thirty. They was just that he was hitting almost every shot. That shit happens sometimes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But where there's smoke, there mm. could also be fun. I, I really do think Houston gonna beat them in six. Uh San Antonio I, they won't lose like that again because Houston will shoot like no, that again. But no, if they, they lose the no, series, no, but, no. but here but here's in line my here's uh, my underlying issue is is that you're admitting that Houston more than likely will win this series. So yeah. So, Mr. Said, can we let Mr. Hurt answer the question? Moving forward, even lose not just the game, but if they lose the series, where does this put Pop and where does this put this organization moving forward? There's look, look, the rest of the teams in the NBA who got eliminated in the playoffs. Can I answer my question, bro? <laughs> can I ask my question? What I'm saying is, is that other than Golden State, they're the unsung heroes of the team that's supposed to be there every year in the Western Conference Finals. So if they lose this series to the upstart Houston with the Dan, to the you know with the with uh with Harden's you know killer thing he's doing and the triple doubles and all of that, let's say OKC turns it around, they get another player and they start contending. Where does this put Pop moving forward without a Tim Duncan or without an established leader? Is is uh is my man the one? It, Let's they gonna need some talent, brother. They gonna need some talent. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you one thing. I tell you one thing that that Pop has going for him, um, and, and that OKC don't is that first of all, people don't want to live in OKC, and True. and Pop is, is in Texas. So, um, and, and then we already know, you know, I believe I, I want to say that's one of the tax-free states when it comes down to, you know, uh, the, the way that you're gonna get your money when it comes down to it, and then. Um, you, you, you plan for Popovich. I mean, you're going to trust his system. That team is almost always in the playoffs. So you're going to go to a team that you know you're going to be in the playoffs with. Um, what, what, are we, what do these players play for? You know, first five, six years that they come to the league, you see the guys just go to the teams to make big money, you know, to sign a big contract. But eventually, every, every player, every big name wants to win a championship. Your chance of winning a championship in San Antonio is pretty good because you're always in the playoffs. Um, that's the one team that we always, in the beginning of the season, we're always looking at them and saying, man, how does San Antonio you know, play this good or, or have this good season? And they're always underneath the radar, but they make it in two. Do I think I that they like need the somebody else to help out, help out Leonard? Well, I think, they, I think they do need somebody else there to help out Leonard. I'm not going to say that they don't. Tony Parker's getting old. Ginobili's getting old. Um, you know, you need somebody, you need some other key guys there um, to to help you. But my thing is this: I think he has a better chance of going out and getting people because of who he is, and because yeah. you know it's San Antonio. So he has a better chance of grasping people or getting a free agent there than uh, OKC does. Um, well, who the last free agent they got? Oh, uh, Vassal, uh, uh, Marcus Aldridge. Well, okay, Aldridge yeah. all washed up. And the Marcus Aldridge ain't even really he he okay. Well, he, he hasn't he hasn't been anything this year. I mean, he really hasn't. But he was okay you know, he last year. I mean, he still got him. 
So now we're going to LeBron, Kawhi, because he just you just named the Marcus Aldridge as his help. How many more people do Kawhi need? No, he just huh? he needs CB, how many more people do he need? He want the whole league? <laughs> he's gonna need he's gonna need a, a pretty good guy to come in and, and help him as far as like somebody's gonna need to take over the point guard role from Tony Parker. That's what's gonna have to happen. Uh, Tony, yeah, he's he, of course he's a great point guard, man, but he's old. He, he he's old. It would be great if CP3 went down there. Yeah, that'd be great. See that, and that that uh, brings me back to what guard. you just said. Go, go ahead, her. I, I told you get to a, a true point guard uh, that that knows his role. He's a, he's a key guy. Um, he can't play the two, can't play the three. He plays the one very well. Um, and then you have Leonard that as a true shooting guard, but he's also good enough to drive into the lane and, and play that small forward spot as well. Um, uh, so it's, it, it would be a great, great fit for CP3 to go out there with a great coach. I think that's where he struggled at, uh, being in LA. I mean, he, the, the only true forward, you know, I'll tell you guys about the true forward that, that, um, you know, that's not in the league anymore. That's, that's the only thing that they have in LA. They have a true forward. They had a big guy that can block shots and rebound the ball. And, and, and that's about it. He couldn't hit free throws, couldn't do anything else. He, he, he's like a guy that's stuck in the 80s that, that's playing in the, in the 2000s. Um, and that's what hurt him. Uh, losing losing out the playoff. Now, see, that's gonna, that, that, that brings to the point. Go. Give me one second, CB. That brings up the point what you just said about most players getting the money. And when you get further along in your career, you won the championship ring. Chris Paul got a chance this year to opt out. And, you know, he can obviously be a free agent to sign wherever he wants to. San Antonio makes sense, as you described. They also got a chance to yeah. stay in LA and make over two hundred million dollars for the next five years. This is going to be going to happen. Though. It sounds crazy, but I'm not to cut you off. I, I don't think it's going to happen for him staying there and getting the money because I think he's starting to see the light. Man, listen, I'm 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 getting hurt. Um, you know, I have money. He, he made a lot of money when he was down in New Orleans. Yeah. He made pretty good money. He made good um, money in LA. Great, he made good money in LA. I think he's going to want the chance to go and win a championship. I mean, let's really look at it, guys. I mean, there's a lot of great players in the NBA. We define players now by the championship mm-hmm. rings that they have. That's how we define them. I mean, that's how that's how you become a great. You know, look at LeBron James. If he didn't win championships, how many people would be like, oh, he's not a great because he didn't win championships? And a lot of people said that before he won championships. Now that he's winning championships, you have to put him in the conversation. CP3, when you got when you got people around like Steph Curry, when you got people, um, you know, throughout the whole league with like James Harden, you have to put you have to put CP3 in the conversation. As good as I know he is, you got to put him in the conversation if he wins a championship. Right now, people are not even trying to put him in that conversation because they get lost in the whole thing of he's only a true point guard. He's not as flashy as Steph Curry coming out shooting deep threes, but he's a great point guard, man. He's a true point guard. Um, he just needs the guys around him to step up and help out. Hey, Herb, uh, we're going to move on. We'll talk about the Eastern Conference uh, next week. But tell me, give me your opinion on what the Bears did in the draft, brother. What's going on? They're, they're, they don't know what they did. That's what happened. Um, the Bears, man, i tell you what, it, 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 and I always say it, and you guys hear me say it all the time, it's, the Bears, they're one of the dumbest schools I think I've ever seen. Um, I believe they they gave up, um, what is it, the third, the third pick 
um, I believe that's the 111th pick and the 67th pick um, in a 2018 draft to move up to number two to grab a quarterback that only played what was it 13 games? Um, so that's, that's, that's that's how many games? 85. He started 13 games. He had 13 games. He played 85 games in college. I say he went eight and five in college as a senior because oh eight and five okay yeah. I thought you said it's like eighty five yeah uh, yeah yeah he, 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 he has a small yeah he has a small uh, I mean we've seen a lot of people come out of college we've seen quarterbacks come out of college that played three years or played four years and that they're not you know what they are to be in in, in the NFL just a guy you're coming out of college and he's only played thirteen games man. Um, and then you take you take him in the first round, the second pick overall. You just pay the quarterback a ridiculous amount of money to come in as a backup quarterback, and then you don't tell your coach that you're going to pick this guy. <laughs> it's it, it's it's something wrong in the Bears locker room. Um, I told you guys this plenty of times before. The front office has to go before the Bears get better. I can guarantee you this: when John Fox leaves this job, which he will in the next year or two. When he leaves his job, the next coach is going to want a GM's position with the coach. Mm. That's what that's that's what they're going to have to have. Because when you pull something like this and nobody knows that you're pulling it, you're never going to get a good coach that's going to come in there and want to coach for your team. It's just not going to happen. Great point. I'm taking your word for it from now on. That was the Big Herd Sports Update. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking in-ring guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushes. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Maya, and I'm going inside the cave. And cave crushes. You want answers? Please report. I want the truth! The Cleese Report with Roland on Inside the Cave. You can't handle the truth! Roland, you ready, man? You got something good? It's one of my favorite segments, man. Yeah, I got something good. All right, let's get it's into gonna, it. It's probably going to piss everybody off. All right, good, good. We need that. Well, you get more and more like CB. (laughs) I wanted to talk about critical thinking. Now, let's talk about facts and let's talk about perception. So what I want the listeners to do is, is question your reality. So if you didn't know what you know, how would you know it? Somebody had to tell it to you. So how do we perceive the things around us, right? So this is, now I'm not myself one, I'm just a guy who likes to think outside the box, but are we living on a globe or are we living on a flat surface? Oh God. That's the question of the day. It's an easy way to answer that. Run your ass to the end of the earth. (laughs) See if you fall off. Oh, come on, Rolly. <laughs> hey, Rolly. Hey, Rolly. Rolly. That's, that's actually pretty good because I just had this conversation last night. So, 
that's that's a pretty good question. Well, see, here's the here's the thing, Mister Hurd. What 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 gets me is is I always pose the question: um, How do you know that you live on the globe? You were taught it in school, um, but everything that your eyes show you and everything that's logical pretty much goes against it. You have to use science that can't be proven to really dictate that you live on a globe. So if we're spinning so fast, however many miles per hour it is, blah, 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 why don't we fly off? Oh, because of gravity. Well, what's gravity? Oh, because the things that um, fall and this, that, and the third and all this other, you know, science mumbo jumbo. Okay, well, then how do you explain planes? Well, because the atmosphere is spinning with the earth, it just, it just makes you wonder. That's all. So all I'm saying is, is question your reality. Question the things you, that's around you. Don't allow people to just dictate. And you shouldn't be considered crazy if you, if you want to question that. Why is it called sea level? How come when we look out, everything looks flat? Oh, because the curvature of the earth is so big, you can't detect it. Well, per the science, they say the curvature could be detected by so many miles. And if you are so high, you can see the curvature. You, you know, you know, you know, Roland, you know, I'm a big fan of this segment. It's, I, I, I actually like it. But have you ever been in a plane, brother? Yeah, but the windows are curved. Oh, God, big man. I'm <laughs> hey, hey, TV, 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 oh, TV, man. listen, listen. I don't, I don't agree with Roland a lot, but you got to listen. Listen to this. Show me one picture of the earth that's not edited or doctored. You don't have one. How do you know it's edited or doctored? Because they told from space, you, you. From space, you've never seen a picture of the earth that's, edited, that's not edited or doctored. Well, Richard Branson gonna be launching people into space soon. You and can do a couples retreat. <laughs> I tell you what, my ass ain't going on no no ship. Let Come on, I will have the pics. Take that iPhone up to space and take some pics. Well, here's no, the thing: we ain't coming back. <laughs> and listen, listen, back. Here's a here's a here's one of my favorite questions I pose to people. Right, I say, okay, so back in 1969, I think it was 1968 to 1973 there was 12 lunar missions to the moon right so way back then with the technology that they had they was able to reach the moon supposedly right so it's been my math's not that good but it's at least been 40 years right so why is it not that we've been back we have better technology now but we based on the technology we should have houses up there by now right so that makes you question did we ever go so the picture the pictures that they took of the earth were found out to be doctored when they said they were halfway to the moon they were just in upper earth's atmosphere when they took that picture they used they used a um a piece of cardboard and they turned the inside light out and they were trying to say oh we're halfway to the moon but it's been proven with old NASA tapes that they wasn't. So if that's in question, and we've never been, what else are they hiding? And like I said, I'm not trying to be a big conspiracy guy, trying to say, oh, well, everybody, the government knows something that we don't know. All I'm saying is, is that there's a possibility that they are hiding things because maybe they don't know. 
And that's yeah. also well, well, all well, science. Go even further. Go ahead. I'm sorry. To go, to go even further, they say that they say if you look at the NATO temple, that's actually the way that, that the Earth is actually set up. If you if you look at what I didn't catch that part. I'm sorry. If you look at the NATO, if you look at NATO's symbol. Oh right, right, yep. NATO symbol. That's actually that's actually the way that the Earth is. Right. I'm just saying that's what they say. And to answer Sad's question, the reason why you don't fall off is because everything still works the way a globe works, right? But it's laid out flat, and the South Pole is really the outer rim, and the outer out the the outer ice shelf keeps everything in that's why there's a a, a, um, um, a world treaty that no one can explore antarctica the, the north pole yeah uh, well no it's actually would be considered the south pole you can't south pole yeah, yeah. You, you can't do so that's the outer shell so and you know and also like i said i'm not trying to prove the point because like i said i'm not a flat earther air quotes i'm just saying that our listeners shouldn't always go with what we think the truth is. Just like the whole 9-11 report left out Building 7 falling. So if you read the report you and you believe it, you say, oh, well, this is the way it happens. But why did it, so if that's the way it happened, why did they exclude what happened to Building 7? So that's all I'm saying. If the earth is flat, I mean, if the earth is round, then why can't they prove it to us? Why can't we fly so high, turn around and take a picture of it? Why do we have to uh, alter the picture or get so-called satellite composites of the earth? There is no picture of the earth that's not a composite. None. Zero. And that's the Cleese report. Mm. <laughs> okay. Good shit, Roland. Yeah. Hey, 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 we out of the Twilight Zone yet? <laughs> hey, Lamar, what do you think about that, Lamar? I'm not touching that. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> 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 I know one thing. Uh, if all this shit is true, mm. Tupac and Jimmy Hoffa can't wait to listen to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, hey, hey bro, you, I agree, man. Everything, everything in question. Did you guys hear that what Putin said about 9/11? Though, no, he actually said America doesn't want him to release what really happened on on 9/11 because they satellites actually have footage of what actually happened on 9/11. So if that was a threat that he sent back to the United States when the United States was trying to accuse him of all this stuff. So it's okay, a fact. You can look that up. Time, time the hell out. Time the hell out. Her, her, you in the wrong damn segment. You, your segment just, just was on. All right, now, now, just because he came up with that, with that gym right there, now I got to say something else. Because he, he can't, he can't trump me on my segment. Hold on, time out. I'm just, I'm just telling you, man. I gotta, no, I gotta read, I gotta read everything. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, how about um the Pentagon? No plane. No plane hit the Pentagon. So what? Never found a plane. Never no. found a piece of a plane. Nope. Can't find one piece of a plane that hit the Pentagon. Bro. I, I'm going to go even further on you because all my family lives in D.C. and all my family works in the government. Um, did you know that the FBI took off video footage from every uh, hotel, every business around that area after 9-11 happened? Absolutely. Even the ones at the Pentagon. That you, All yeah. you see is that one 
uh, parking lot shot of something hitting, but it sure as hell wasn't a 747. Well, that was the Cleese report. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess we. <laughs> Niggas gonna be sleeping with one eye open tonight. <laughs> and next, next time on the Cleese report, we're gonna find out about Bigfoot. Oh, <laughs> Alright, we'll be right back with more inside the cave. It's the Big Dog's Country Rap Team of the Week. Big Dog's Country Rap Team of the Week. It's your boy Big Dog, and I'm going inside the cave on the cave podcast with Big Dog's Country Rap Team of the Week. Talking hella records, I won't even stress. stress. Just kill him softly with my press. Don't even address. They say I'm lonely at the top, but this the best shit ever. Hey, don't you see me out here shining, bitch? I'm barely flexing. I hear him talking hella records, I won't even stress. Just kill him softly with my press. Don't even address. They say I'm lonely at the top, but this the best shit ever. And even if we die today, this shit gon' live forever. Live forever. Been counting M's, my bank accounts on Goofy They said Cosby gave a proofies yeah. Now who know what the truth is what? Chicago full of shooters My garage is full of hoopers Got that Southern draw and all that My pre-rolls look like ball bags Cause I've got something to say And all y'all niggas can't get y'all ball bags If I ain't a hot boy, then what do you call sex? Daddy fat and a jaw never fall back Like clocks in the wintertime We stay eating like it's dinner time Been feasting and cheaping and blowing big But it ain't no reaper rhyme We don't know the meaning of drought Cause we keep so wet while sweat nights been a while just bigger than general. Why there is no formidable opponent or a nigga that won't it? Hit one cut, never step on it. Line for line, dope when you wanna hit, you wanna mind the kind of give a nigga hope when it's down and out. Nigga, dig a hole, so he ain't no climbing out. Big dog with the country rap tune. Turn it up. Inside the cave. All right, that was Big Dog's Country Rap Tune of the Week. 
Let's get into this no cap this week. We're calling it Big Dog's Outhouse. It's time for Big Dog's Outhouse on Inside the Cave. All right, Lamar, go ahead. So first up, we got a frequent listener uh, says, my nephew has a good job, but I'm concerned about his spending decisions. He recently told me that he was thinking about buying a Lamborghini, in which I told him it's not a good idea. Do I let my nephew buy a $135,000 car that basically is two times his salary, or do I step in and save him from making a huge mistake? This is interesting. Big dog, what do you think this guy should do? Should he help his nephew? I mean, he really can't help his nephew. Because I think everybody buys something that's twice their salary. Yeah, young guy, let him do what he do. Well, I can, I can almost guarantee one thing. He probably ain't going to be able to afford no Lamborghini anyway. Because it's this shit twice his salary. When he go in there to the lot, they're going to be wondering how the fuck he paying for this. <laughs> Man, I was just yeah. about to say the same thing. How's he yeah. budget out for that? Yeah, they gonna see how much you make. They even want to see your, you know everybody know how to go when you get a car, you make purchases, house, anything like that. Motherfuckers want to see uh, pay stubs and the rest of that shit. Okay, they gonna get his pay stubs. They gonna fold his shit up like a paper airplane and tell him to go chase this motherfucker. But using the house, man, is a bad comparison because hell, they was giving houses away to people that come. That's what they was doing. That's when they was fucking up. Now, unless they want to set him up to let him drive off the lot just to take him back. Back down that same road right now. Hold on, before y'all jump in, I got more information on this. Let me expand. Said the guy said specifically, he said uh, Escalade cost almost the Escalade that he wanted almost cost ninety thousand. So he said for another forty five thousand, he can get a Lamborghini. So that's that's his theory on that. I'm wondering if he's coming with cash because, first of all, a, a, a new Lamborghini costs over 300000 So we know it ain't new. So it has to be a couple of years old. I'm guessing around 2010, 2011. Probably got a Miami Vice Lamborghini. Yeah, and you can't. And from what I and from what I understand about supercars, you you don't finance those. So you, you got to walk in there with some. Well, you, you, know, you, you, find, you, find, you finance them. You finance them. You, you, you can finance uh, a supercar. Here's the one thing about the supercar, too, though. Like, you got the insurance on it is going to be almost as much as the car payment. So the, he can forget about, like, even driving that off the lot uh, when it comes down to it. Because anything that, that, that fast, that Lamborghini, he's going to have, what, a $2,200 car note plus, what, $1,000 in insurance. So you're going to pay $3,200 for it. It's not going to happen. I don't even think it's feasible, but let's let's say for the sake of argument that it's feasible, right? <laughs> let's, just, let's just go into conspiracy land and just say this story is absolutely 100% true, which we can tell it's 100% bullshit. No, no, it's actually true. <laughs> no, he might be contemplating it, but he's not getting that Lambo. Oh, you know, no, the, yeah. bottom, man, the reason I say let the kids live because... Unless he got sixty grand to put down, like you can, a, a regular dude's not financing a hundred thirty thousand dollar vehicle. It's not going to happen. I just bought a car yesterday. I know you just you can't. Uh, let me tell you ask this question: How many times have you tried to tell a kid something? You let him go to the dealer, and when yeah. he leave there, he gonna leave the same way he went there. <laughs> but like I said, let's, <laughs> let's answer the question based on that he can do it. Now here's the hint. 
like Big Dog just said, you let the little dude go in here and do his thing because any any way you try to stop him, he's not hearing that. And like you said, everybody makes a purchase, a foolish purchase when they're young. You give them the nuggets and then you let them go make their own decision. I bought I bought a $40,000 Mercedes late model. And when I had to maintenance the goddamn thing, it was it was a hurt piece. And I had a good job. Man, listen, we all learn our lessons. But the only way you learn them is that if you go through them. So he can give them the jewels. He can tell them about it. But to try to force him or try to put him in the headlock, you're not going to do this, nephew. No, nah, man, let that man do his thing. Lamar, you, just, you like to buy a lot of cars. What you think about this guy trying to buy a Lamborghini? Man, you trying to put me out there like I'm that's personally I would think exploding <laughs> 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 like that. <laughs> but no, I mean it's that as real talk. I know a lot of a, a lot of guys who like to get, you know, the Mercedes and the Jag and the Lexus and that's all fine, but we, we talking like super late model and the first time you, you have a check engine light on or the first time you gotta go in there. And you got to get some repaired and you get hit with that thousand dollar repair bill for one damn headlight then the light clicks on and it's like well maybe i shouldn't have did that but it takes being in that that type of to actually accept that hey maybe that was a bad decision so absolutely you know by paying one hundred thirty-five thousand for a lamborghini like you said first of all it ain't new is 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 mm. super used and the value in it has already depreciated beyond you know something that's reasonable i i me personally i say it's a bad idea i say go ahead get something else that's you know equally fast but you ain't got to spend that for no no hey let me explain i just did i just did maintenance for my car yesterday it was 1800 bucks so if if he wants it come get it Hey, <laughs> hey, remind me to edit. Remind me to edit this part out. Now, th- let me expand on this. Then why you gonna say it if you want exactly. to? Exactly. Well, goddamn well, you ain't gonna. I edit just, just want to tell you guys this. So he, so he's gonna, so he's gonna drive from Indiana to Chicago to get it to purchase the Lamborghini, and then drive the Lamborghini back from Chicago to yeah. A Lamborghini ain't meant to be dr- driven on the road, man. I ain't never heard nobody hey, Lamborghini no four hours. TV. TV. Yo. TV. Please tell me this guy don't live in Gary. No. No, you don't live in Gary. <laughs> How stupid is that that you gotta drive all the way out the state to get a Lamborghini? <laughs> you, you probably don't need hey, it where you all, live if all. you can't die where you live. <laughs> first of all, first of all, when you buy when you buy cars like that, bro, when you buy a car, they're gonna they, they would ship that car to you. Because they're, they're, not gonna, they're not gonna take they're not gonna take a risk of doing that. They'll they'll put it on a flatbed and drive it over to you. If this fool come out here to Chicago <laughs> and try to drive it back to Indiana, please let me know where he goes to get it. Because we got we got an issue. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man. That right. motherfucker gonna go put some unleaded, some regular unleaded in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he gonna blow right on that. Hey, yeah. listen, listen. He don't even gotta. He don't even gotta get hit with the maintenance. As soon as it need the oil change, as soon as it need the, you gonna oil take it to his change. uncle. Yeah, hey, I got, you I, can't. You hey, gotta take it to the dealer. I, I got a solution for. Him. I got a solution for him. What's that? I got a solution for him. We can get a Honda Accord and we can put a Lambo kit on it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
right, let's move on to the second one. I don't think we helped that kid because I think he's gonna die regardless. But what's, what's the next? Do it. All right, next up, we got Tina. Tina writes in and says, I am having problems with my stepkids. They hate each other. I married a man who has custody of his two kids from a previous marriage and has custody of one child from his last relationship. Add that to our newborn baby girl, and we have a house full of lying, hatred, yelling, arguing, and fighting. I want to leave this situation so bad, but my husband is such a good man. How how would you handle this? This is a serious one. Uh, the big dog, we need your expertise, brother. Well, let him talk, nigga. <laughs> Damn it, man. Hold on, and they call me the troll. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he he wants the dog to talk, but he want to tell the dog he want him to talk. I just wanted to set the tone right. Go ahead, dog. Hey, I'm gonna let Sarah take take the uh, oh no, take the driver's oh, no. seat on this one. No, we you don't about that. No, yeah, man. Tell us how you really feel, Sarah. All right, now let's 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 break this down. One thing you know, you got a pretty good man if he got custody of three kids. You know that ain't easy for a guy. Secondly, your ass ain't going nowhere. Thirdly, you probably need to go get some counseling. You you don't want to end up like like my man Roland says, start slapping kids around, especially when they don't belong to you. <laughs> Second, no, and fourthly, y'all need to have a sit down with a professional if you want to make this work. You got a man who got custody of his own kids, so you know he doing some right character wise. So you got a good guy at heart. You just got some badass kids. Everybody kids bad. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So don't you know? Don't 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 overthink this. Yeah, all kids, all kids fight. I mean, all kids fight, all kids bad. Yeah. So what you need to do is take their mind off being bad with one another. Find something you all can do together. You be in charge, and he be in charge, and keep him focused. Hey, Something that involves everybody together, so it's all about sharing instead of me and mine. But it's you know, you, you know, one thing that's being left out of this—that outside influence. Yeah. The mother of those two kids, depending on how those kids came about, that could be the problem. Mm. Yeah. And it's going to be hard to kind of uh, expand on that, dog. What you mean? That could be the problem. Expand on that. I mean, you know, one of the kids can feel like, you know, that the other kid's mother's the reason that the dad is not with their moms or some shit. Yeah. You know, the moms can be putting bullshit in the kid's head. So you're going to have that outside influence. It's just, uh, you know, it's just one of them things. All it takes is one bad, bad apple, man. Sound like they need to sound and watch the cartoon inside out. <laughs> about emotions. Okay. That shit, cause they gonna stop fighting again. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to just go through there and start whooping some ass. That's all that need to happen. Oh man, you gonna end up on uh, social media? Put it on social media like everybody else do. Stop beating some ass and put it on social media. Yeah, next thing you know, she'll be writing the jet, writing this back, uh, talking about can she get some bail money? And then we can get you uh, Tiffany Simmons to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, clearly. Clearly, Joe is not in the helping business. <laughs> hey, do you got anything on this? Now, I, I actually agree with Big Dog when it comes down to it, man. I mean, I had a stepdad in my life, and uh, when it, when you really think about it, it, it is that outside influence, you know, because you want that person to feel like they're your father or tell you what to do, and 
you know, that's your, that's been your mom and or your dad, and y'all used to being the only kids around. So, I mean, it's kind of like a territorial type of thing. Um, so, I mean, it, you most definitely have to sit down and, and come come together as a family and, and kind of talk about it. I don't think you want to lose your your, your husband or, or your fiance over over the kids. Don't let the kids ruin it because they're gonna do this with every guy or with every girl that you meet. Um, I, I, I'm sure say protect protect yours. So, and and you know, probably the only thing that you can possibly do is uh, try to make sure. The kids don't feel like it's some kind of favoritism. You know what I'm saying? They all got to feel equally important. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's true. That was some good answers. All right. That was Cat, uh, Big Dog's Outhouse this week. Don't forget to email us inside the K podcast at gmail.com. Now it's time for our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Joe. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe! Inside the game. What on? back. I got a short story for us right quick. Hey, uh, Joe. How your mama doing? Same way your mama doing? Good. In Boston, members of a midget crime gang suspected of 55 breaking. Oh, oh, <laughs> Is that a real thing, man? It's a real thing. It's a short story. You gotta stop. (laughs) You gotta stop. You you gotta stop. We all, we all. Hold on, time out, CD. Where you find Joe at, man? Oh my yes, god. That's it. Is a short story. <laughs> oh my god. Hey, oh, you know, from the middle, Joe, Joe found that story. He couldn't wait to say that line. <laughs> hey, Joe, you gonna have a midget. Joe, you gonna have a midget of LA and Atlanta on your ass. You keep going. Midget's gonna be at your kneecaps. Alright, here's this story. In Boston, Massachusetts, three members of the so called. Irish mob midgets, <laughs> a criminal organization, the people of short stature, been arrested this morning. <laughs> Security camera footage showed three suspects going to home. But <laughs> I swear I can't believe it. They had so hard. Now you got to hear this part. Hold on. They entered the people's house through the pet door. <laughs> oh my God. That they've been uh, behind 55 other uh, break-ins in, uh, around Boston's area. Said that um, they break in through chimneys, pet doors, and small <laughs> little windows. <laughs> oh, 
Can you imagine riding right. past somebody else and seeing the man just sticking out their titties? He's looking at the motherfucker. Let's see, man. It ain't Christmas, is it? Oh man. <laughs> Uh, Joe, you got any, you got a little more you want to tell us? No, please no. <laughs> I think that's about it, man. That's the short of it, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, could you imagine coming home and seeing the midget stuck in your pet door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god! The Dirt Sheets by Joe Dirt. Uh, see, look at that. Great way to end the show, eh? Oh man, that was pretty good. Hey Sid, I'm gonna put you on I'm gonna put you on the spot. Since Veli Vel ain't here, I dare you. What's up? I dare What's you. Up? I dare you to wrap the show up. I dare you. You dare me to wrap the show up. I dare you to do it. I'm about to do it, about to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Alright, I thought you could do it. Damn, he really did. <laughs> he just left. <laughs> well, alright, that was <laughs> That was inside the cave. Wow man. Alright. Hey, we got a big uh we got a big show coming up next week. Got a special guest, man. Can't wait to call in. And then also we will be doing a live show at uh what what are we what are we calling this spot? Big herd, what are we calling this spot, brother? What you call? I mean, shit. You call it whatever you want. To. All right, we call it the new den, the new, the new dirty den. Uh, in a couple there of weeks. There you go. So uh, look forward to that. All right. Anybody else got anything before we get out of here? Short. Hmm. All right. Short. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was inside the cave. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media. Cave Crush inside the cave Instagram. Twitter Cave Crush, like our Facebook page, and uh, the new store, online store, will be up in a week or so. All right. For Valley Vell, Sid, Cousin Lamar, Joe Dirt, and uh, Big Herd. Big Dog, go ahead and get us out of here, brother. Hey, we'll catch y'all last next week. <laughs> Inside the Cave. Bonus show. He did put his he did put his foot in his mouth, but I, I can't I can't knock somebody for trying to make their own brain. Is that just on my end or is that is the rolling sound bad? Is that me? Sound good, no. Is that, is just that me? Sound good, no. Rolling sound okay. good. No, rolling sound good. Okay, that must be just on my end. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I, I can't knock somebody for trying to make their own yeah, brain. I, I can't knock somebody for trying to make their own brain. Yeah, you echoing, cool, man. Yeah, but he's trying to yeah, get you echoing, cool, man. Who I am? Yeah, it's everybody echoing again. It sound like yeah, it's everybody echoing again. It sound like <laughs> what's this? The remix? Yeah, <laughs> 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 you beat that. Yeah, you beat that. DJ Pooh was on the ones and two. DJ Pooh was on the ones and two. You hear that, CB? Yeah, I don't know what that is. You hear that, CB? Everybody got a ghost. It's coming from me. Everybody got a ghost. You hear that, CB? You hear that, CB? Remix. We all. You hear that, CB? We all. We all doing it, but you not. Not like we all doing it, but you not.
don't know. <laughs> I hope this shit get figured out before the live show. I hope this shit get figured out before the live show. <laughs> Can you hear that, CB? <laughs> what the fuck you keep saying that, Rosa? Why you keep saying that, Rosa? Did you hear that, CB? Oh, Hold on, man. Wait a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> Somebody shit off. Somebody shit off. I don't know who's in. Should we should we shut it down and just should we sign should we in? shut it down and just sign back in? No, nah, nah, don't do that. <laughs> nah, man, you need to call this to the show. You need to call this to the show. No. Can you can you hear that, CB? <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, man? Who's next? Can you hear that, CB? Wait. <laughs> it's gold. It's gold. There you go. Well, that's All right, man. Somebody had a speaker or either Bluetooth on or something. That was cuz, that's why he went cracking those jokes and shit. Probably Billy is riding around with, on Cat Mobile. Hey, hey, Billy got that camera facing the wrong direction. <laughs> Can I say mine over? All right, man. Yeah, go ahead, man. Hey, my, my reset is all over. Can you hear me? Yeah. Got it. Got it. My reset is all over. Is, uh, you you hear that? You yeah. It's like I'm getting some feedback. Yeah, I hear that. Hold on. Hold on. The hell? Somebody outside? 
Hey, you hear me? It sound like Trey sniffing a damn eight ball. Yeah. Am I coming through better, CB? Yeah. Yeah. What about? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, my reset. See, it came back. Hold on. Hey, skip me for right now, CB. Bellyville. Yes, sir, CB. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, who you got? I got an echo. That's I got an echo. Get an echo. Get an echo. You hear that, CB? You hear that? Come on, man. Come on, man. So it can't just be me if Vec Belly got an echo, too. Am I shipping on mute? Mine was, too. It was, too, right? No, yeah, but see, now I don't hear it. CB, you muted. It's it's you. It ain't you, CB. It ain't you. It's, it's CB. It's, 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 it's CB. Mute yourself. Those two. Back in. Hey, now it's gone. Damn, CB, you an echo. Oh, Lord. Take the will, Jesus. The damn trap house in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> the people watching you, boy, they think you're doing some illegal shit. You got that line tap. My name Daryl Armstrong. I'm staying <laughs> in Minnesota. Yeah, man, I heard about that shit. Shut the hell up! Shut the hell up! Just yeah, right man, you need you need to the, the text or uh, email the layout to somebody because you fucking up on that end. Just write a message and we'll read your response to the people. Need to sign out and log out, log back in. Yeah. I said that from jump. You hear that, CB? <laughs> CB has left the building. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.